0: Hey everybody, welcome to Squad Pod Sports, where we bring you our thoughts on the latest games and news around the sports world. We have a really big episode this week. Special guest is host of the Locked On Raiders podcast, ESPN Central Texas, Raider Nation Radio 920, and you can also find him on Twitter, at your boy Q254. Uh, special guest, uh, your boy Q, man, uh, thank you for being on. We, we really appreciate it, man.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. I got tired just listening to all those damn jobs I got, man. I got
0: tired. tired. (laughs) You're busy. You've been a busy guy.
1: Yeah, I was like, man, I did all that, huh? Damn, I did. But yeah, man, it's it's, it's all good, man. I appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Appreciate
2: Uh, the time, you know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And
2: any time given is appreciated, you know. We really do.
0: Absolutely. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, so you have been doing this for quite a while, man, so why don't you kind of give us a rundown of like how you got started and uh, what your latest projects have been?
1: Well, it's funny, man, how I got started, I've always had a radio background, going back to 99, just uh, a music background, and uh, I've always been a Raider fan. And so uh, what happened is uh, when the Raiders were really good and they went to the Super Bowl and obviously they ended up losing to Tampa Bay and John Gruden, uh, there, there was nobody, and I was from California at the time, I was living in Cali, nobody was talking about the Raiders and I and I would watch Sports Center and ESPN and I'm like why is this team so damn good but yet nobody's talking about them so it just it used to bother me man it used to drive me crazy so I'd always tell the homeboys like hey man if I ever get a chance to do something and, and be on some you know some kind of outlet or if I have an opportunity to represent I'm going to talk about the Raiders even though nobody else is and everyone's just ah yeah whatever anyway fast forward uh, I got an opportunity to be on ESPN Central Texas after I moved to Texas and uh it was cool And, you know, in Texas, we're talking Cowboys, we're talking Texans, we're talking, you know, the Mavericks, we're talking Spurs, we're talking Rockets. You know, we're not talking about the Raiders at that time, the Oakland Raiders, but uh, I said I was going to represent, so I did. You know, anytime I had an opportunity to throw the Raiders into the conversation, I would do it. And uh, it was always funny because, you know, now everyone knows me, like, hey, that's Q, you know, he's he's a big-time Raider fan, but he'll tell it how it is, you know, be real about it. See, that's the difference. It's like, it's one thing to fan out. And it's another thing, just to be honest about it, but still still give a breakdown uh, of your team. And so, so that's that's kind of what I started doing. And then I had a dude named James Arcelana uh, from Oakland, California, who just happened to hit me up on Twitter, or kind of reached out on Twitter in general and just said, hey, you know, is anyone uh, out there kind of want to do a, a Raider podcast? I'm thinking about getting into it. And so right then, to me, it clicked. I was like, oh, boom,
2: like, I can absolutely. do that. So, yeah.
1: yeah, so I was like, there it is. I had never done a podcast before. So I said, well, let me jump on with James. And so we did it and it was you know it got the it got the ball rolling and it was it was good and we still do it to this day uh, only like once a week or sometimes we you know we'll skip a week or so but uh you know it's it's never made any money or anything it's just been one of those things we did as as fans of the team but honest fans of the team and so that's exactly. you know that went from black uh, black hole bander podcast to locked on raiders podcast to Silver and black today to Raider Nation Radio 920 to I mean on Sunday I was in Las Vegas in Allegiant Stadium covering the Chiefs and Raiders games like wow yeah you know what I mean so it's it's wild man so uh, you know we were talking before the show started if, if you if you grind it and you believe in it man you can do it so uh, if anyone can prove that's me man so keep on keep keep the hustle going keep the grind going.
0: Yeah, man, that that story is really great. Like you, you did everything right. It sounds like you found the 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 perfect idea, like for the market. Like nobody talking about the Raiders, you know. It seemed like you kind of went about everything the right way. Because I mean, it seems like Raiders fans as a whole aren't really like the most outspoken of fan bases. Like you don't really see Raiders fans all the time. Like I only know one Raiders fan, and that's and that's Vern's dad. Right, <laughs> so but I mean,
2: but he's devoted. He's been a Raging yeah, fan since I, was, since I was since I was born. You know,
0: yeah. no matter what, yep. exactly. every year. So I yeah, mean, it's, it's thing, great man. you tapped into that market.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. Raider fans are are so loyal to their team through thick and thin. And there's so many generations of Raider fans that have never seen them win. I mean, you know, you think about it. Honestly, me, man, I'm 44 years old. And the last time they won a Super Bowl, it was 83. I was seven. You know what I mean? So it's like, how invested was I at seven years old? I couldn't even (laughs) lie to you and say that I was locked in and that that was, you know, my favorite team. Like, I was just I was trying to figure out where I was going to get my next, uh, you know, snack from or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't worried about them so it's it's but it's the crazy thing is that there there is Raider fans everywhere you know it's one of the, the largest fan bases they're worldwide you know so I find them in Texas I find them in Vegas I find them in the bay I, find, I mean I just find them everywhere
0: Absolutely. yeah it's,
1: it's it's great man it's, it's 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 awesome and then I've seen and this is just me from a guy who does these shows on the daily I've seen it grow to the point where So many people have a podcast out now about the Raiders. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, is that competition for you? And I'm like, no, man, I don't care, man. Like, we all have our own angles. We all do our own thing. And the more, the better, man. Because this, again, going back to the original reason why I ever did it to begin with, there was no coverage of the team. So now there's extra coverage, extra coverage, and there's more coverage. And there's people that are doing podcasts all over the place. And so uh, it's great, man. I love, I just love seeing it grow and feeling like I was like a part of that thing. So it's awesome.
0: That's awesome. You're kind of at the for- forefront of yeah. like the, the Raiders movement, right? Yeah. Um, and and to add on to what you're saying, like my my situation is kind of the reverse of yours, where you were saying you watched the, the Raiders win the Super Bowl at seven. I, I grew up in, a Philly fan, so I mean I've, I've seen us at the in the Super Bowl, and I, unfortunately I've never. A couple years ago was the first time we won, of course, but I mean yeah. I recently got to see the Super Bowl, and you know my whole life. I, we were there against the Pats before, you know, but I mean, who knows how long it is going to be until we're there again? So I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's kind of right, the opposite right. of your situation, but I mean, that's awesome, man. That's that's kind of great that you're at the forefront of that Raiders movement. Um, we'll, we'll kind of talk about Raiders here a little bit with you. Um, how do you feel about Derek Carr as like your franchise QB going forward?
1: Well, I think he's been a guy that everyone questioned for multiple years, especially. After John Gruden came back in 2018, everyone thought, oh, he's not going to be the guy. He's not going to get along with Gruden. He's not going to be able to handle the way that Gruden treats him or talks to him or whatever. And, uh, you know, I think that there was some question. I think there was some validity, validity to that for a quick second. But this year, man, if you see what Derek Carr is really doing this year, not only with his arm, but his 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 brain, man, his understanding of the offense, his understanding of what to do with the line of scrimmage, uh, that's the kind of the nuts and bolts that I really look at and really just say, okay, this dude gets it. I mean, he'll get to the line of scrimmage and he'll he'll call out the tight end's name and say, hey, hey, you know, come to me, come to me, you know, meaning basically, <laughs> yeah. I need you to uh, you know co- come in motion short and, and fast, and and uh, you know, he just he's calling out everything, so he totally understands John Gruden's offense. Uh, As far as his play, man, he's using his legs, which is something I've been begging him to do for years. He's athletic enough to do it. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not going to run around the field and just, you know, tear you up like Kyler Murray or any of those cats. But he's mobile enough. He's athletic enough to pick up a a third and three. If if there's no wide receiver there, he can run and pick it up. Third and five,
2: he can run and pick it
1: up. And, and you have to be able to do that. If you can't do that, man you're, you're a sitting duck and you' you're basically a target practice. And so that's what he was for a couple of years after he broke his ankle in 2016. And so now all of a sudden it's, it's confidence, it's understandment. And he knows that he has the, the you know the back of John Gruden. John Gruden's got his back. So I, I absolutely believe that Derek Carr is the franchise guy. No doubt about it. he's playing some of the best ball of his life right now. Yeah, and uh, the Raiders and, the, and their <laughs> fan base, man, they're they're excited about what he's doing and, and the movement that he's making and, and the direction he's taking the team. So yeah, Derek Carr is definitely the guy, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, it's it seemed like this is the perfect time for him to be doing what he's doing, you know? Because I mean, over the past couple of years, there was always the question of like, what is Derek Carr's ceiling? Like, you haven't really seen like, have we seen what he the best of what he could do? And right. of course, so what you're saying is like, the past year or so, there was a lot of like. You know how the media is. They're saying there's a lot of tension between him and Gruden. Maybe yeah, they didn't get along. Right. They brought Mariota in. They weren't really sure on what was going to happen. There was a lot of rumors about like, oh, Derek Carr is only the guy as of right now. But I mean, from what you're saying, like, and what we're seeing on the field, he's, he's playing amazing football right now. Um, and we've talked about on the podcast before how the Raiders are just like, so quietly good right now nobody's talking about them and it's of course (laughs) nobody's talking about just like they're talking about them now yeah
2: yeah
1: i mean they didn't win that game and there's no moral victories on sunday but they they uh they took the chiefs to super bowl champs to the wire on national Mm -hmm. tv yeah and i mean they beat them earlier
0: this year too
1: exactly exactly so yeah they're, they're being talked about now because uh yeah they're opening some eyes quick fast and in a hurry
0: yeah and I was wondering
2: too like if you see that result of that game now you're one and one with the Chiefs being their only loss on the season you see them in the playoffs as a 7th seed and they're two because Pittsburgh gets the one that's yeah. that's another first round matchup that would be I would love to see round 3 uh see who comes out of that game it could be a great upset in the first round where the Raiders squeak through and then next you know your matchup with Pittsburgh I I could see them winning that game as well. Yeah, I could see the
0: Raiders beating Pittsburgh. Next
2: thing you know, I'll just...
1: The thing about it is the Raiders' offense is not one that any team really wants to play. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way to any other team, but the way that they score points and the way that they conduct their offense is something that Uh, is really good for the playoff run. You know, you Mm grind it out on the ground. You got that heavy run game with Josh Jacobs. You got it with Devontae Booker. You got that offensive line that blocks downhill. You got, you know, guys – that, that works in any kind of weather. It doesn't matter if it's cold in Pittsburgh, cold right. in Kansas City, cold in Cleveland, that travels. And then you got, you know, Derek Carr, who's a surgeon right now, so he's able to make the passes <laughs> that he needs to, and he has he has weapons around him. So right now, I mean, w- without sounding, you know, cocky or, or too ahead of myself, the, the offense is really one that that teams don't really want to deal with right now. Now, the defense, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> yeah. the offense is, is, is right up there with the best of them in the league right now.
2: Right,
0: yeah. right. I completely and a, agree. And to kind of talk about, like, going off of what you're saying about the offense, um, you guys got a lot of decent players, like you're saying. You, um, I just kind of wanted to know your thoughts on, like, Henry Ruggs and Josh Jacobs and even, like, the, the acquisition of Nelson Aguilar, who's turned out to be kind of a Great bright spot on the year. team. This year uh, for you no, guys, he's been
1: a, he's been a great spot on the team, and I thought he wasn't even a guy who was going to make it out of training camp when they signed yeah. him. I thought he was just a training camp body. I saw how he left uh, Philadelphia; how they weren't happy with his drops that he had. And yeah. uh, eagle fans, man, eagle fans, well, you know, just ripped the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and deservingly so. But he's he <laughs> found a new life in in uh, in, El- in Las Vegas, and and Derek Carr really trusts him, man. He goes to him all the yeah, time. Yeah,
0: it, it certainly you seems know? like it.
1: Yeah, so he, he trusts them. They got a good chemistry uh, going along with each other. Henry Ruggs is a guy that I think because Nelson's playing so well, that Henry Ruggs is kind of coming along a little slower than than expected because he's expected to be that speedster. He's expected yeah. to stretch the field and everything. But Nelson Aguilar got like six six or seven touchdowns on the season for the Raiders right now. He leads the team. Yeah, a of You know what I mean? So it's like well, okay, I guess you got this uh, hotshot young dude, but you might as well roll with Nelly while
0: Nelly's getting it done.
1: And so, yeah. And, that's, you know, and I knew when they, called, when they had a nickname for him, I was like, wait a minute, they're serious about this guy. They
2: got a, yeah. they
1: got a nickname for that's him. You don't you get know. a nickname if you're a bum, you know, unless, yeah. and, unless that's your nickname, bum,
0: you know. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, man, but they, they definitely got a nice chemistry between Carr and, and Nelson Aguilar. And uh, the rest of the offense, man, they, they're just really good weapons. Rugs, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. Uh, I mentioned Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker, that offensive line. I mean, it all starts yeah. in the trenches, man. If you have time to, to throw the ball and you have uh, open lanes to run the ball, you have an opportunity to win games. And that's what the Raiders are doing right now.
0: Yeah. Right. I, I, I mean, I definitely predicted before, like, whenever Aguilar we re, we was released – I, I definitely predicted him going somewhere else and thriving. I, I knew it was going to happen. Um, I remember talking to Vernon about it before. Is like, I kn- no matter where he goes, I know they're gonna he's gonna they're gonna get the most out of him. I just think it was like what you were saying. I think it was the the Philly fans and a lot of the pressure kind of beating down on him week after week. You know, I think it was a little too much to handle at at that point. Um, I mean, yeah, because Philly's rough for for players. If you don't have thick skin, you're not going to make it in Philly. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you, you can go ahead, Vern, if you got another question. Yeah, I was just um, wondering,
2: I know you, you cover a lot of Dallas, uh, or, or at least uh, used to, as far as, like, being in Texas. What do you think about – this is kind of getting out of the AFC there. What do you think about the NFC East? Who wins that division?
1: This yeah, that is out division, there. That division stinks. <laughs> it does. It that division does. is terrible, man. That's an awful division. Uh, I picked Philly to win it early in the season, but they're um, they're not very good. You know, no. I mean, they're clearly not no. very good. They got questions at quarterback, and and on top of that, uh, they got a quarterback that's making a whole lot of money that you're questioning right now. So Carson Wentz is a, is a question. Jalen Hurts is not the guy right now. I don't no. know if he's going to be the guy. He's not ready to be the dude. Um, I agree. There's a lot of injuries in Philly. I I don't know what the hell's going on with Philadelphia. Washington yeah. is is a mess. I mean, they they have mm. a good defensive front, but they have an absolute mess the rest of the way. I just like the fact that Alex Smith is playing because we all know what he came back from. So yeah. that, he's playing great. You know, We've been yeah, talking about so that here. Yeah. That's so that's really cool. He'll be comeback player of the year. I like that. Uh, and then there's the Cowboys, and you have no you have no idea what what Cowboy team you're going to see week to week. You know, one week it's like yeah. okay they're playing really good. Next week they stink. They're awful. Obviously when Dak Prescott went down, that was major, but uh they, they just they're just not a very good team either. So whatever team wins the NFC East is actually gonna host a playoff game, which is a joke, but they're gonna it's host It's
2: crazy playoff to me.
1: Game. I agree. And then they're gonna get they're gonna be one and done. So I mean it's just as simple as that. I don't see yeah, anybody right. in the NFC East making a run in the playoffs. I just don't just,
0: yeah. I was
2: curious, um, because of like your, your cowboys background, like what you thought um, especially them coming off that win. Uh, like I, I know C D Lamb is probably my, my favorite part about that team right now just yeah. because he's he's so athletic like so you make that that turning that catch like catch. it was amazing yeah. to see and like i'm i'm really like i don't really have any affiliation with the cowboys but I, i'm just like really hoping to see him turn into something great i like i like his style you know the same with all these rookie wide receivers so i like to keep an eye on the you know
1: yeah, yeah um, no, he, he's a stud, man. He's an absolute stud. He was Actually, he was a guy that I, I had no idea what the Raiders were going to do in the draft. I knew that they needed mm-hmm. a, a a number one wide receiver, and I, I thought that C.D. Lamb was going to be the guy they picked at number 12. They had an option that C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, or Henry Ruggs, they went with the speedster, and, well, uh, C.D. Lamb is just balling out of control. And, you know, I get yeah. it. Henry Henry Ruggs' speed is, is, is special, man. You can't teach that speed. But, uh, man, I, I'll tell you, uh, I know a lot of Raider fans are thinking, how come Henry Ruggs ain't getting the targets that CD Lamb's getting? How come he's not doing the production that <laughs> C.D. Yeah. CD Lamb was a fun player at Oklahoma, and he's a real fun player with the Cowboys, man. He's a bright spot to the point, and this is just me spitballing, but this is to the point of where I think that Amari Cooper might be expendable this offseason. I think that they might try to make a move mm. and
2: unload and, and that him contract.
1: Somewhere. You know, yeah, move that contract uh, and, and move him. And, and
2: then, then pay back.
1: His, his exactly his production's not not what it should be when they need it. I mean, it's it's great week one and week two when they're playing in Jerry's world, but you know week yeah. 15 when they're playing in Philly in the cold, he's not that guy. He, he shrivels up. He's just not the dude. And so yeah. I think they probably are going to have a little buyer's remorse with that contract. And now that C D Lamb's playing so good and they got Michael Gallup as well, I, right. I don't think they need to hold on to Coop. I think that they could use him for trade bait and uh, and try to make sure that they solidify that contract for Dak next uh, this offseason. season. And then just going into the draft to work on some other pieces for that offense. But I mean, they got guys that can score. They don't need they don't really need Amari Cooper out there. So I just think this is me personally, I think that he's be able to the East. Very good
0: point. It does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, as far as the NFC East goes, I of course I had Philly a couple weeks ago winning it. But I mean, as of right now, I think the most complete team, I know they're all have three wins, but I think the most complete team as of right now is the Giants. It seems like they kind of have everything figured out in a way. It seems like they've had some momentum on their side here going into that bye week this past week. Um, I mean, it it hurt me even putting an Eagles jersey on today, let alone I had to put a Cunningham jersey on, not a, a current jersey. Um, <laughs> as far <laughs> I, I couldn't put put myself through putting on a current jersey. You know, it's, it's embarrassing at this point. Um, but, I mean, as far as going back to the Raiders, uh, is there anything... I, uh, with Gruden, is there anything that you've really liked out of him since he came to Las Looks Vegas? Like and is there anything really that you dislike that he's done the past couple years?
1: Um, I mean, I don't think anyone was a fan of him trading Khalil Mack. Uh,
0: right. Yeah, definitely not for that.
1: I think we obviously get it. And if you look at what the Raiders were able to get from the trade of Khalil Mack with the draft picks, getting the Josh Jacobs, getting the Jonathan Abram, getting the Damon <sighs> Arnett freeing up exactly. a lot of cap space you know I mean they they look it's one of those things that you don't like to make those tough decisions but he came in and he had a plan he said hey I'm gonna tear this thing all the way down to the nuts and bolts and as a, as a fan not as a, as a guy covering the team but as a fan I'm thinking man the team is closer than that you don't really need to tear them all the way down you just need to make some tweaks here and there but he felt like they needed to tear the team all the way down so he did that and you know it is what it is but Uh, You see now the young guys, the hungry guys on the squad, the guys that are still on rookie contracts, and you see it's all starting to pay off. So now you start to see the big picture. You're like, okay, I get what he was doing, even though, again, a lot of people don't like it. But it's just, it is what it is. Uh, I think one of the best things he did, though, was uh, also hire Mike Mayock, you know, bring him away from NFL Network and uh, bring him in as their general manager. And, and I, I just think that Mike Mayock is a really good talent evaluator. Uh, obviously, everyone who's ever watched the NFL and cares about the draft has seen him on NFL Network talk about these players. And no GM's going to hit 100% all the time. I mean, it's just not possible. But, yeah. you know, to have a guy that you know has a good idea of what he's looking for, that's 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 good. And then to know that John Gruden never had a real good uh, history when it came to uh, drafting players, he just never had a really good track record. So I think that they balance each other out really well. You know, he respects Mayock. Mayock respects him, but they could challenge each other. You know, if, if, right. if Mayock it sees something works. Gruden's doing, he can say, hey, man, that's not right. And Gruden will challenge him back, and they'll go back and forth. Whereas... When Reggie McKenzie was the GM, John Gruden's like, "You ain't nobody." That the end all be alls were, you know, <laughs> it's with me, it's it's what I say, so that's all that really matters. So
2: more no, of that, a mutual pretty, respect.
1: Yeah, no. exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, but I'm, I mean, just to be honest, I'm a, I'm a big John Gruden fan anyway. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I always I always wanted him to return to the sidelines for the Raiders. So when they, he came back in 2018, I was thrilled, and now it's starting to pay off. A lot of people kind of questioned it and laughed at it. Oh, he's got a ten-year, hundred-million-dollar contract. <laughs> you know, whatever. But now you're starting to see what exactly he brings to the table. Uh, he yeah. He cares about, you know, every everyone can't be. That's the other thing. Everyone can't be a Raiders head coach. It's, it's something different. You're cut yeah. from a different cloth. It's not you. you just can't go in and, and be on the sidelines for the Raiders. You you got to have a special bond uh, with the team. You got to know about the team it. history. Yeah. You got to just you got to be a different dude, and that's exactly mm-hmm. who John Gruden is. He's just he's just cut differently. So I can definitely yeah. respect that.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as that 10 year deal, it, it whenever they announced that, it seemed to me like he kind of went to him and they gave he gave him a plan of like, this is what I'm gonna do. Right. This is all the steps that it's gonna take. And they gave him like, all right, here's 10 years that like if you think that you can build a championship team within that time, go at, have at it. And I mean, the first He's like what you're saying, it. everybody was kind of skeptical with the of the Khalil Mack trade and like you could try to get Mari Cooper. Right. Um and it's like you gotta break a couple eggs and make an omelet, man. You gotta, you <laughs> yeah. gotta. It's like you gotta build a nice team around. Like you gotta get some draft picks and and kind of right. move forward with that. But I mean, it seems like even over the past couple years, he's built quite quite the team. I mean, what you said, the defense is a little shaky here and there, but I mean that's not that's something you can definitely add on to over the next year or so. That'll make right. you guys even better if you can hold that offense to the way it is going forward.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think they're heading in the right direction. I think that they showed that Sunday night on uh, on national TV.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you can hold your own against the Chiefs twice, <laughs> like that, that definitely means something. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> you got anything, Vern? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, we don't want to hold you for too, too long here. Uh, just had like maybe one, one more question Uh, from me. Just what, what would be your unbiased Super Bowl prediction going forward here? Sitting here at uh, week 12, Ooh, what man. would be, what do you think? It, it you is think a little early still, out? but it what do you got? But um, well, i just, yeah,
1: it, it what is, do you think? You, you can see, you can kind of see the movers and shakers. Um, man, that's that's a really good question, especially if you look at the NFC side of things. Like, I look at the it's Packers. A, things, that's they're a there, team man. that could be in, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, I look at the, uh, a team in the NFC West. I see Seattle. I think their defense is going to bite them too many times. Definitely. Um, I don't think Arizona's quite ready there. Uh, the Rams mm-hmm. are playing good ball. I mean, you just saw mm-hmm. them on Monday Night Football. They're playing some yeah. really good ball.
0: Uh, that I,
2: defense, I, I, man. I'm,
1: I guess in the NFC, I would either go – I would probably go – the Saints always find a way to lose. so yeah, I think they, I would... they always
0: <clears throat> choke some way in the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I think either Green Bay or – I'll say Green Bay or Seattle will get it. No, okay. so Green okay. Bay or the Rams. Okay. I'm sorry. Green Bay or the Rams. Green Bay or the Rams.
1: Yeah, will represent in
0: the That's... NFC. Okay. And then the AFC, okay. I, I would have to
1: say, is still is – still, I mean, the Chiefs are still the, the cream of the crop. They're still the best yeah. team in the AFC. I think Baltimore has been figured out. Um, I think, right. yeah, the, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is really, really good. They're playing some damn good ball. Uh, They're not going to go undefeated, though. They're going to take a loss here and there. Uh, They'd probably rather get it out of the way now than than get it out of the way in the wrong time in the playoffs. But at some point, they're going to take a loss. So, um, yeah, I I would say that the Chiefs and Steelers are probably the best two teams in the AFC. Uh, And then I'd say that in the NFC, it's either the Rams or or the Packers right now. But it's still
0: early November.
1: It's late November. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right.
0: Yeah, my only worry about the Packers is just, like, that run defense is just not great at all. Like, teams right. seem like they do their best run game against the Packers. Like, it happened last year in the playoffs. It's already mm-hmm. happened this year a couple times. Like, it seems like that's the, like, that's the kryptonite right. <laughs> to the Packers is, like, the run game. Um, so, I mean, and it seems like the Seattle defense is all around bad. So it's not even just yeah. a run game. It's a whole defense. Yeah, It can't stop anybody. Yeah. And as far as like Tampa, Tampa Bay Gronkineers, <laughs> you never know what team you're going to get each week with them. Like one week they're, they're balling. They haven't figured out. And like, Last, like what we saw last night, Tom Brady's throwing two picks. Like... And Bruce Arias is throwing them under the bus in the press conference again. Just, <laughs> yeah. every, every time they lose, man. Yeah, and I mean, I could kind of say the same with the Rams. I mean, the Rams are like, I don't they're know. Up and like, down. They're up um, and down.
2: They're I think like, more, a little more consistently up, though, this season
0: at least. Yeah, yeah. But they're I mean... playing
1: good ball right now. They're playing good ball yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, they're playing at, at, the right
0: right time. Time. Yeah. Exactly. at the right time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. precisely and i mean yeah it, it seems like there's more of a question mark around the nfc than the afc at this point like right. who knows um but i mean it's it seems like the afc is like the chiefs steelers and possibly oakland i mean not oakland las vegas <laughs> i keep wanting to say <laughs> oakland um well they got Play, they got to they gotta, they gotta shore up some things. Their run defense,
1: well, their defense in general is not very good right now. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. got to get better in that defense. If they're going to win in, in late December and early January, they got to have a stronger defense. So they have an opportunity. Their offense can run with anybody in the league. That's what I do know. Uh, but all it's right. just, it, all, it all depends on how much can the defense stop. If the defense can come up with some stops, they'll win games. You know, honestly, they should have won that game Sunday night. They came up short. Their defense allowed a Patrick Mahomes, was a great quarterback, but to get down the field, you know, and, and and score a touchdown when you can't give up a touchdown in that situation. So yeah. championship teams championship teams find ways to close the door, and they didn't find a way to close the door on Sunday night, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, exactly. that's true. Yeah, man. Um, Before we let you go, I, got, I just got one little question for you. It's not really, like, football related. I just uh, want to know if you have any advice to any uh, smaller podcasters or any kind of people trying to get into the sports world of of broadcasting (laughs) or reporting, like us in a way. Um, If you have any advice to kind of give to anybody.
1: Yeah, man, you're never a smaller podcast, man. You're not, you know. Don't ever go into it like you're a smaller podcast. Go into it like you can hold your own with anybody. And and all you have to do is just continue to grind and continue to work. And when someone tells you that you can't, you tell them that you can and you show them that you can. And don't worry about it. Keep your head down and keep busting your tail and you'll be just fine. And, uh, you know, all you got to do and this is the thing: put your all into every single show because it could be that one throwaway show that you do that someone who could change your life listens to. So right,
2: right. you know if That's you're gonna true. put your,
1: you know, what I'm saying if you're gonna put your name or you're gonna put something, your voice on something, make sure you you come in with you know with your guns blazing because again, I mean like someone could listen to this podcast and be like, I don't know why Q wasn't on his A game or something, you know, and. And, and that wouldn't be right to you guys. And it wouldn't be, it would be me disrespecting my own name. So if I'm going to jump on and and be on anyone's show, or if I'm going to put some work out, it's going to be my best at all times uh, because I never know who's going to listen. And and that's, I I mean, I could go on for hours about how many, how many blessings I've got since uh, doing these podcasts. It's just, it's unbelievable. So just put your all into it every day and uh, it'll, it'll be rewarded at some point. So there you go.
0: Absolutely, man. That's great, man. really
1: Um,
2: appreciate that. Like, yeah, man, just because, like, we we really want to do this. This is more, like, we we talk all the time off camera, obviously, about, like, imagine doing this as a job. Waking up every morning and doing <laughs> this. Like, that is the goal. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, like, it, it's just... And, and uh, people like you, like, are really inspiring, you know? Because like yeah. I know, like you, like, you were saying about your whole, like, since, since the 90s, man, like, you've been just working and working and working. And like you said, it's like you got tired listening to all the different jobs listed there, like... That, that's inspiring. It's motivating. I just appreciate you even
0: giving us the time of day, man. Yeah, oh, man. No, no, no we no, really man. appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate you reaching out. I'm glad we were able to make this work, man.
0: No problem, Absolutely. man. Um, Hopefully, we can have you on again sometime because it, it was a really yeah. good conversation with you, man.
1: Okay. You, you let me know, man. I'm, I got
0: your back. I'm here. All definitely, right. man. Thank you uh, very much, Definitely man. special thanks to your boy, Q. Uh, check them out on Locked On Raiders podcast, ESPN Central Texas, Raider Nation Radio 920, and also at your boy Q254 on Twitter. Thank you very much, man. We, we really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, man. You guys keep, keep up doing the, the great work, man. I appreciate y'all.